Welcome to the Rookie Realtor Podcast with your host, Amir Hunter. And Bailey Weaver Packard. <laughs> with so many people thinking that Realtors is just like a beautiful house and post on Instagram, this podcast brings you back to reality. This podcast explores the good, the bad, and then between. We're both with EXP Realty, so our experience may be different than yours, but over time we'll have other agents, past clients, and others in the real estate industry, such as inspectors, builders, lenders, and more. So our guest today is Ray James, and Ray actually reached out to me via Instagram. And uh, Ray is currently in the process of getting a real estate license, so I thought it would be great to have somebody that's in the process to be able to explain kind yes. of what it's like to be working to get your real estate license. Uh, she's from the Triangle or in the Triangle area and uh, will be give us an insight on what it takes nowadays to become a realtor from the very beginning. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm hey. glad to be here. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so did you think that you would have the opportunity to be on the podcast by just like reaching out to us? No, I literally <laughs> just reached out because I mean, when I decided to go to real estate school, mm-hmm. I was just like looking for things to listen to like while I was at work to keep me in engaged yep. and I came across your podcast and then I was listening and I heard that you were like in the Raleigh area I'm like yeah. what <laughs> you know so I was like how what a small world so that's that's why I initially reached out yeah yeah that's and awesome. you guys were just so just open and transparent about your process yep. and I was like this is like the most relatable and down-to-earth podcast that I've listened to oh, around wow. this topic so Thank it was really you. helpful yeah. That's awesome. I'm like smiling so big. I thought that like nobody would listen. Yeah. Yeah. I think when we started the the process, I didn't think many people would listen at all either. Yeah. Um, I think we're almost at like 3,000 downloads yeah. now. Yeah. Amir was like, process. hey, Bailey, it's I awesome. want to do a podcast. And I'm like, cool. That's awesome. And he's like, so like, you want to do it with me? And I'm like, uh, okay. Well, we've kind of come a long way from the, the equipment we first yeah. had. It was like yeah. bad. <laughs> so we've kind of upgraded through the process. So. Yeah. It's been kind of good so far. So typically we start the uh, podcast with our wins and losses. And since Bailey's so positive, we always start with losses first. Uh, But Bailey, I feel like you're trying to be DJ Khaled because all you do is win. Come on. (laughs) I like it. You know, yeah, I don't have any losses right now. Um, I think I've just started the year the positive outlook mm-hmm. and um, learning from things. So right now, I'm happy to say I don't have any losses. All right. So uh, <laughs> I guess for me, my loss was that uh, I had an offer that we submitted yesterday. Didn't feel very confident about Sorry. the offer uh, because, um, you know, I talked to the clients. I said, this is where you should go in at. And they were very hesitant. Um, I think a lot of times people don't realize that, you know, $10,000 in this grand scheme of a mortgage payment mm-hmm. isn't really that, Not much. that much. And I kind of explained to them in the, in the, the, in terms of like, it's basically like a, going out to dinner once a month. That's basically the oh, difference of $10,000 and, and not it. even a fancy restaurant. It's yeah. really like going to Ruby Tuesdays. Uh, oh, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> and they were like, Oh, and so, uh, I think they really didn't really grasp it. And this is because they're first time home buyers. Um, so I was like, I think they are going to have to go back to the lender and say, hey, what does 10000 look like in the grand scheme of a 30-year yes. mortgage payment? Right. Um, and so I was like, do you really, are you okay with losing this house? If mm-hmm. if so, then obviously you can yeah. go wherever you feel comfortable. Right. But if this is the house that you want, this is where you need to be at. Yeah, um, how bad so you want So they it? decided to go their way, and uh, we got an email back. And the email said that, uh, thanks for your offer, but uh, my seller is going to go with a much more competitive offer. So this was a multiple offer situation. <laughs> well, at the time it was not, mm-hmm. but we knew there was a significant amount of interest because okay. the agent I talked to said, hey, we've had a 15 calls today uh, oh from gosh. different agents uh-huh. saying like, hey, have you guys received an offer yet? Wow. So we might have been the first one in, Yeah. Um, but I didn't suspect it was going to be the only one. Yeah. Interesting. I have heard from multiple, not to 
take a tangent, but I've heard that multiple offers are slowly coming back. I think I think they are. I've seen yeah. multiple offers on a couple of different uh, yeah. situations so far. Pretty crazy. So, any uh, losses for you, or you don't have to <laughs> jump in if you don't have any. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have any, that's okay. Yeah, I don't think I've had a loss yet this year. Nice. Okay. Nice. All Way right. to go. You and Bailey, yeah. I guess, yes. are winning. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> um, For a win, I, this weekend, I worked and had some first-time home buyers that I showed some houses to. We didn't send an offer, but it was it was good to get to know them and help them explore the area. So I call mm. that a win. I think it helped them narrow down where they want to be because Raleigh's such a big place. Right. And so many zip codes. So we were able to jump around from... 27604, 27616, 27615, so they could get an idea of where they want to be. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I guess the win so far has been the progress of my uncle's flip. Um, nice. So I probably put a little bit of, about it on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so we did a, I guess, the manufactured, I guess for some people that don't know what the manufactured is, it's mm-hmm. a double wide, basically. Right. Um, so we did one back in September. Uh, we started, I think, that project in March, finished it, had it listed in maybe August, closed in September. Um, so we have another one uh, that's two doors down from the, that first one Super cool. that we're working on. So it's been going uh, pretty good and I think a lot faster on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last one, uh, my uncle needed more as float cash to make the project move a little bit faster. Sure. But since we've closed on that one, um, he's also let me be the project manager on this one. So basically I get to run the whole operation. He just <laughs> funds it. Uh, so it has allowed things to move a lot quicker because now I can focus a little bit more on it when he was had his other job. So yeah, he wasn't really paying a lot handle. of attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, so so, so far, we've got new roof. Uh, the exterior's been painted. Um, they've demoed out the inside. Uh, they are fixed the subfloor. They fixed the piers. Uh, new railings on the front, new railings wow. on the side. Fence has been done, and they cut out all the landscape in the front. So this nice. week, That's we'll awesome. have the subfloor probably finished. Mm-hmm. And then next, and also we're going to get new uh, French uh, double patio doors off the back too Cute. as well. Um, so hopefully this week uh, that'll be done. We'll finish the inside and then maybe we'll start building back up and get some cabinets in there I can't soon. can't wait to see it. <laughs> nice. So it's, it's going to look good. We did an alabaster like exterior paint. Ooh, um, love and it. it's like a kind of a creamy yeah. off-white exterior. Uh-huh. But we did like a dark charcoal gray like uh roof and then it's going to have black gutters coming on oh, down that it. so it's going to yeah and, that's going to really <laughs> yeah, be really yeah. nice yeah so kind of excited about that and excited what it's going to what's going to look like um wins what'd you say what your wins so you wins you got a new client yes do you have any wins I'm on a podcast today okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it's it. my first one so yeah. I'm a bit excited yeah. we're happy to have happy you happy to have you thanks yeah So tell us a little bit about yourself, Ray. Um, Yeah. So um, I am from Durham. Okay. Um, I am a wife. I am a mom of three beautiful kids. I have an eight, a five, and a one-year-old. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Life is pretty pretty chaotic. Um, But yeah, um, I am just pretty much free-spirited. I just, I love people. I love to network. Um, What else? Um, I work in permitting and inspections currently. And I think it's, we were talking to you right before the podcast about, I guess, what you do currently and how that's kind of gravitated you towards, uh, I guess, 
going into real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll kind of dive in that shortly. But uh, so you're in permits and inspections currently. So I'm sure you probably interact with a lot of like real estate agents. And, well, so if we do, it's more of like a records request. Like uh, we're getting ready to list a house and we need to know, you know, uh, like septic it, permits. And right. Like that. All Got of the it. permits that have uh-huh. existed or we need all the COs. Yeah. So that's pretty much the extent that we deal with. Um, Realtors or real estate agents. Okay. Um, we definitely work with a ton of builders. Builders, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have your good apples and you have your bad apples. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I believe it. I believe I've it. I've kind of learned that, I guess, with being a real estate agent. Yeah. Like, there's not every builder is the same. Yeah, no, yeah. not all created equally. <laughs> no. Right. Um, so, because of that experience that you're, I guess, working in now, um, How's that kind of drive driven you to maybe want to get your real estate license? Yeah. So um, like I was telling you guys, I had no idea that this whole world of like inspections really existed. And so once I got into it and I kind of started learning the ropes, mm-hmm. I wanted to get like out into the field and see. Um, and so I would do ride along inspections and meet and talk with different um, builders and um, the first four years that I did it, I met a, a builder and he actually invited me to kind of partner with him in project management. And so that's kind of what pushed me out into that Mm -hmm. realm of things. Um, And I just really fell in love with the process. And so it seems like, you know, we go through this phase in life and you're like, what what is it that I want to do? You know, something just keeps like pulling me back. I love it. (laughs) So I I, I really do feel like this is the industry for me. Um, So yeah, that's been that's been my process so far. That's yeah. awesome. I have a feeling that your specialty is going to be new construction. You're going to have yeah. insight that nobody else has. That's yeah. amazing. I love new construction. And especially, I guess, are you, so do you do permits in Durham County? In Carborough. So Carborough okay. is literally like right next to Chapel Hill. You can put one foot in Chapel Hill, yeah. one foot in Carborough. I love it. Yeah. Yes. And it's growing like crazy out there. Yeah. I mean, it that's is. where Chatham Park is, right? No, Chatham, Chatham is a little further down. Yeah. Okay, got yeah. it. Got it. That's in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So in Carborough is a really small town, so they only have like six square miles worth of land. Wow. So, oh, yeah. got it. So wow. it's pretty scarce out there, um, but there's still a lot of work and a lot of activity, plus like with Chapel Hill being right there, and as much as Chapel Hill is progressing, oh, sure. lots of people are migrating that way. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us, I guess, about how pre-licensing is going. (laughs) (laughs) I know we had a conversation about this before we jumped on the podcast. Pre-licensing has been a doozy. Like, I feel like I went in with just like, you know, my bootstraps up. Like, I'm just going to knock this out. It's going to be simple. And I got through chapter one. And then I got to chapter two and I was like, whoa. Oh, no. What did I get myself (laughs) into? Um, So, I mean, overall, it's been okay. It's just a ton of information. Yes. Yeah. Information overload. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. And and you're doing your pre-licensing. You were doing it self-paced. I was doing it self-paced. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. So, I never did a self-paced one. Yeah. So I, I personally tried to do a post-licensing self-paced. And uh, I soon thereafter figured out that it's not for me. It, right. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, just to have to read and take in that much information of stuff that you've never even heard of before. Yes. Yep. And not have someone that you can go, hey, you know, I have a question. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it, it's 
difficult for right. sure. Yeah. So you decided to stop the self pace and jump into in person. I did. I did. So um, actually, I got this suggestion from Amir about Good. looking at the Travis Everett courses on YouTube. Yes. and he's phenomenal. Yeah, he's like yes. really awesome. Yeah. Um, and so I just went on his website and was like, "When's the next class? Sign me up." <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I think we talked about it early, like in the podcast, like, you know, I didn't go through Travis Everett. You didn't go no, through I Travis. No, I didn't. I know I did not, but yeah. I watched his YouTube videos. Yeah, so uh, everybody that passed in our class, mm-hmm. um, they watched Travis Everett's videos um, right. too as well. So I've taken some of his, uh, I think it was his gen up. I took his gen up yes, recently. Yes, me too. Um, and I looked at doing his post-licensing, but at the time, the, the time frames just didn't work out for me. So I went to another school. I did do his post-licensing, but it's not him that teaches it. It's oh, okay. like some of his other colleagues um, yes but she was fantastic and i'm blanking on her name now it'll come to me but she was amazing yeah so okay. everybody there i feel like is awesome yeah. so learn from us if you're a new agent listening <laughs> don't do so pace and don't go anywhere other than travis everett's yeah. place because yeah. he's the best yeah. yeah i think he has a pretty high like pass rate of people that pass his class i think they i mean okay. before i made the switch like i was on the reviews heavy like I spent probably a whole day just like reading the reviews and most people said they passed the course on the first try yeah yeah oh that's so smart I never even looked at reviews that's good that's good advice yeah at the time I was trying to figure out a class when I did my pre-licensing I was trying to find a class that could work with my schedule because I was working Mm full-time at the time and I was like well I need something that I can do like on the weekends right and so I went to a different school um but uh once I got into that school, I feel like I was absorbing some of the information, but I wasn't absorbing all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up uh, doing some research, and a lot of people were start online were talking about Travis mm-hmm. Everett. Um, so I decided to get on YouTube and start watching his videos, and I was like, he like breaks down this yeah. <laughs> in and such simple form. And it clicks quick. Uh-huh. And, yeah, and it's like when I took the exam, I literally heard his voice was, in my head. You literally just read my mind. I was yeah. about to say, anytime I okay, I had to take the state test twice, so. Both times I would look at the questions and I would hear Travis asking those questions. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy that you said that. Yeah. So um, so definitely I think you're going to be very happy with going yeah. to Travis's class. Definitely. So we kind of threw like a, a real estate quiz. Kinda Not in me. Here. This was all of me. <laughs> I would never put you under that. <laughs> but uh, I think anybody that's listening is thinking about real estate. I mean, these are some uh, questions that may come up uh, on yes. the exam. Yeah, um, definitely. So especially if you're going to take it in North Carolina. Um, so feel free, like if you don't know the answer to the question, like just say, Hey, I don't know. And um, I could use a refresher. So I'm going to do <laughs> yeah. it with you, Ray. <laughs> All right. So, uh, the first question is what is caveat emptor? Don't know. Okay. Honestly, I don't know either. <laughs> okay. I'm ashamed to say. So caveat emptor, I think it's Latin for buyer beware. Oh, mm. got it. Okay. Well, yeah. nobody says to a buyer, we are a caveat <laughs> emptor city. Yeah. I always say buyer beware. Yeah. Yeah. Can you um, explain what that is? Uh, I don't, but I just know that that's <laughs> what it means. <laughs> buyer beware is like... The buyer has to do their own due diligence Correct. and everything. So a seller doesn't have to do anything to sell their house. Correct. Gotcha. So the buyer has to do all their own due diligence to understand yep. what's going on with And that's the house. why we have a due diligence period where yes. you can get your inspections done uh, through that process. That was good. That's a I didn't I, I will not forget that all now. Right. Now for this next one, if you don't know this, we're gonna give you a, a a tip to be able to get this. So how many square foot is in an acre? I do not know that. Okay. That this answer. is like the one thing that all people who go to real estate school, they're like, this is the one thing I remember. remember yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't remember. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
there is a there is a set. Do you not know? Do you not remember how many square foot's an acre? Or no, I think not? I can visualize it. Okay, all right. So the trick I learned in pre-licensing was four old ladies driving a thirty-five uh-huh. and a sixty. That's so it. Forty-three thousand three hundred sixty. Okay, run it one more time. Okay, uh-huh. <laughs> four old ladies. Yeah, driving thirty-five and a sixty. So forty-three thousand five hundred and sixty. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I guess I when when you think about it, it's like three, four, five, six, but it's four, three, five, six. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like it's in in order. Yeah. Like so if you just basically, one. you just take out the numbers of that yeah. sentence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Why the old ladies? I don't know. I guess it just sticks in your head. Well, they they said I think they did the old ladies because you're thinking they're gonna potentially drive slower than the speed uh, limit. <laughs> that's so. good. That's good. Yeah, so um, so when you take your exam, if they ask that question, just think of that statement. <laughs> the poor old ladies, I got it. All right. <laughs> so for this one, um, you might know this because you're in permitting, but we'll see. Okay. <laughs> All right, so if there's four bedrooms in a home, but the septic tank for the home is permitted for three bedrooms, how many bedrooms can you list in the home? I would say three. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So it's based on the permits. There would be a problem. But she knows because the permit said four, you know. Um, but this, or I'm sorry, it would be a problem. Or I would find that somebody might get confused if it's listed and says four bedrooms. Uh-huh. And then you go back and compare that with the septic permit and it says three. Right. Yeah. People would have questions yeah. about that. Yeah. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. Red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, so if what document are you required to have signed to establish the relationship of a realtor by the time you submit an offer contract no all right okay so you're a buyer's agent yep and then what's what do you need to establish that relationship by the time you submit your offer buyer agency agreement correct yes so the buyer agency agreement is basically a document that you do between the agent and the and the buyer that establishes your relationship and establishes uh, like the representation of gotcha. the agent for the buyer um, has to be established at the time of the offer. Um, doesn't has to be established like when you're necessarily showing the homes or anything like that. But by the time you submit the offer, there has to be that document uh, right. for representation purposes. Um, what agreement allows you to list a client's home and put it on the market? I don't have the name for this agreement. Okay. <laughs> the listing agreement. I don't know what the actual name is. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's an exclusive, I guess. Oh, right agreement. to sell. Exclusive right to sell. That's it. Well, it's a listing agreement. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the listing agreement basically is kind of like the buyer agency agreement, uh-huh. but for a seller uh, to be able to sell their home. So it explains, you know, what the commission is uh, for listing their home, your relationship, your obligations, the buyer's, I mean, the seller's obligations at that time. Um, and so it kind of lays out everything. Um, both of those agreements, the listing agreement's longer than the the buyer agency yeah by a long shot yeah so gotcha. i think the listing agreement's like i don't know 15 14 or, pages or, yeah, yeah 14 15 like pages um i think the buyer agency agreement's like seven, seven i was yeah. gonna guess all right let's see that was fun. Well, yeah, also that's not all, fun. Oh, there are more questions. <laughs> no, 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 no. These. Oh, are, no more quiz. No yeah, more quiz. The quiz is over. The quiz is over. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, what are, what's your expectation for real estate, and are you planning to do it part time or full time? And um, do you have a specific focus that you want to kind of focus in when you get into real estate? 
Um, what's my expectation? Um, I really, right now, I think I'm just expecting to learn a lot. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to kind of get through pre-licensing and really be able to like link with someone or link with a mentor to be able to learn the field. For yes. sure. Um, I do plan on doing it full time. Nice. So I'm wondering about what that transition is going to be like going from like, you know, full time W2 work to doing this full time, yep. right? you know, and just kind of making that transition over. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what was your experience with that? So I think, well, our experience was probably a little bit different. Mm. Um, but yeah, I yeah. jumped in both feet yeah. head. I head was first. Yeah, I was me drowning, too. but in a good way. Like I just was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all in. Correct. Mm-hmm. So I, I would recommend to anybody that's thinking about jumping in the business is to have a couple months worth of savings. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would say don't expect to sell anything until like six months. Yeah. Mm. So I'd say three to six months worth of savings. Um, so, when I came out, I had three months and I was like, basically like, I'm just going to hustle every day and I'm going to get some deals done. Yeah. <laughs> and so for me, like if I didn't have a client, I would go out and do like, you know, Videos. tours, video tours, mm-hmm. put it on social media, um, do anything I could to kind of learn the business and, and kind of be present for the opportunities as they came. Yeah. Um, so my first three months, I was literally foots on the ground every day. Mm-hmm. I was working with buyers. I was trying to do everything I could to get a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't get my first closing until month four. Gotcha. Um, month four, I had three closings that month. Mm-hmm. Um, That's but awesome. I had one that should have closed before the three months, mm-hmm. but the the buyers, I was listing at home and the the buyers they couldn't get their financing together and they kept oh, pushing it back so we actually terminated we actually terminated with the buyers and then the the buyer's agent mm-hmm. um supervisor or mm-hmm. wherever his mentor jumped in and was like hey i'll buy the house in cash because my client his clients can't lose that home basically mm-hmm. so we end up having to do that and then end up closing i guess a couple weeks later um but I mean, it happens. I guess the the one thing is you kind of have to have some float cash because you gotta yeah. you gotta drive around. Yeah, it's a lot um, of gas and a lot of gas, a lot of kind of overhead, and it's expensive. The I was first just start. about to say, yeah, holding I mean, your license that's expensive yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. A couple grand. Yeah. So when you first start, you have to join the the National Association of Realtors, the Regional Association, and then you have to get your MLS memberships, mm-hmm. and then if there's any onboarding fees for your firm mm-hmm. too as well. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, on top of that, All with that your, stuff. yeah. And then you had to already pay for pre-licensing. You had to pay uh-huh. for, to take the exam and to get your license. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it gets a little pricey yeah. at the beginning. We're, mm-hmm. I feel like we're being very Debbie Downers. It's a great career. <laughs> it, it is. So it, it is. <laughs> once once, about once it, you get going, like, it's exciting. Like, yeah. I came from government where I knew every two weeks, I knew what my paycheck was going to be. Exactly. Um, and I did that yeah. for nine years. I knew what my paycheck was going to uh-huh. be. Um, but... I will say, like the first like few months, I was like, I was like, can I really do this? <laughs> <laughs> and it, that imposter syndrome kind of creeps yeah, in. And yeah, and it's it's one of those things that like it it's very scary. Um, but once you get going, like I look back and I was mm-hmm. at it now. I'm like, I'm glad I kept going because there's no way I could go back to what I was doing. I was right. miserable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy going to work every day. Like, mm-hmm. if I have to go in on a day where I'm, like, supposed to be off, mm-hmm. like, I'm cool with going in because I love what I do. Absolutely. Um, but, like, before, like, I didn't really enjoy um, mm-hmm. the work. I mean, there were certain parts of it I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. 
But I felt like now, like because I'm my own boss um, and I just enjoy what I do, it's so much, so much more rewarding, I guess, versus yeah. what I was doing before. Definitely. Um, so it's kind of one of those things you just got to be persistent and be okay with like being told no sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I have a few thoughts on the, you know, do I, as a new agent, do you continue your, your full-time job and start that? I think there's two things. One is if you have a full-time job and you're getting into real estate, you know, it's your personality and how you think you'll do your best if you think you can handle a full-time job and starting up a career. Or maybe Mm -hmm. your personality is an all-in kind of person where you feel like you need to close that door to open this next one. I think it's a very personality-based and you setting your own expectations. But then also we know agents who have a little side job that brings in um, buyers and sellers And it also brings in that little bit of extra cushion to help them float along. So I feel like it's so individual and specific to different people. So (laughs) there's no right way and no wrong way. And I think it just kind of depends on what you kind of see for yourself. There are Mm -hmm. some agents that they don't really ever meet their buyers and sellers. They are just referral only. Wow. And you make a percentage on the deal. So like Mm -hmm. there's some agents that are referral only. They make 25, 30% on their referrals. They just know people that are willing to buy and sell. Mm -hmm. They're like, hey, I'm going to link you with this agent. Here's the referral agreement. And then I make 25, 30% and I'm never, ever going the houses with them. Um, So there's some people that do that. There's some people that are full time and they're like, well, I'm only going to take on the clients that are I can work with. Right. Like if they're say, hey, I have full time, but like I'm not going to work with a client that's a little bit further out. Like I'm a, yeah. I'm only going to work with clients that are like in Durham and Raleigh, basically. Right. And I'm only going to take on like two clients at a time. Uh-huh. Um, so there's some people that do that um, and they're very successful at doing it. Yeah, there's so many um, different ways to go about yeah, it. But wow. I knew Make f- it what you want. I, yeah, I knew for me, I had to go all the way in because uh-huh. I knew like the failure rate's pretty high <laughs> on right. real estate. Uh-huh. And so I knew like if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all in and, yeah. and, and do it. So. Um, and so I think it's one of those things that you kind of have to make the determination for yourself, how mm-hmm. you see yourself kind of doing it. Mm-hmm. And there's so many ways you can do real estate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can, you can do commercial, you can do residential, you can do referral only. Um, you can just have your license because you just want to do flips and you right. just want to be able to list your flips. So um, true. or, you know, you can do rentals, mm-hmm. uh, property management. There's so many ways that you can use that real estate mm-hmm. license. It's just a matter of what are your goals and how do you see that self for yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, so with you working on your real estate license have you started to think about like what are you looking for in a firm I have and I think the biggest thing that I could say is support um so definitely I I don't kind of want to be a lone ranger okay like I I feel like I need you know that mentorship Mm -hmm. um but I also just kind of want to be able to do my thing I think that with having small kids like my schedule's never the same right so I have to be able to have that autonomy and you know I have to have the Mm -hmm. Um, ability to be flexible. Um, so that would be really important to me. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I think when I was getting in, there was a couple of firms I looked at. Yeah. Um, but for me, like I didn't want like a heavily structured, I came from government. I was working in exactly. law enforcement. And I was like, <laughs> you have a similar background. <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I, was yeah. like, I was like, I did not want like structure where I got to be here in eight o'clock. They're exactly. gonna, I mean, and then they're going to complain if I leave before five or oh, um, kind of one of those things. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I looked at some places and they kind of started to kind of feel that way, like mm-hmm. where they wanted you to there every day. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, well, you guys aren't paying my, uh, my gas 
gas bill. <laughs> I mean, for, for, for gas and you guys uh-huh. aren't paying me like a salary. So I should be able to run the business the way I exactly. want to run the business. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's why I end up choosing, you know, EXP because of that reason. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, it just depends on what you want and how structured I guess you want. Mm-hmm. And there's different yeah. ways. Um, you know, you could go into a very heavily structured like, hey, I want to be on a team. Mm-hmm. I want I want these leads coming in. I want to be here uh, for this training at this time, this time. Or, yeah. or you can say, hey, like I want something that's inflexible, but maybe I just want somebody that I can go to for support questions yeah. um, kind of thing. It kind of just depends on what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself kind of going on a team or going independent, I guess, when you kind of start out? I don't know. I think based on like what we see on social media, a lot of times you do get the feeling that a lot of people are just independent. They're like doing their Mm -hmm. own thing and they're killing it. But I also like the team aspect as well. I like feeling like we're all a part of something and we have a shared goal. Right. Um, And just that extra bit of support. I mean, this is I'm not new per se, but this particular venture is new for me. So I'd be like, you know, coming out fresh. I don't want to just be walking in the dark, I feel like I need, <laughs> yeah, I need no. a little bit of hand-holding. Yeah. Of yeah. course, yeah. yeah. I feel like I, well, I interviewed with 10 different brokerages. Wow. So it was a clear, as soon as I met with Stephanie, which we've talked about in the past, yeah. mm-hmm. I just was like, oh my gosh, like there's literally no comparison. Yeah. So you'll get that feeling when you interview with people yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was for me, like I was thought I was going to another firm and when I met Stephanie, like any areas of concern I had, I guess, when I went to the other firms, mm-hmm. it like really just dissipated. It was like, wow. no, this is the this is the fit. Um, and <laughs> we so- always oon <laughs> over Stephanie. Yeah, she's yeah. special. Um, so I think we both initially came in a team kind of like format, even though it was a lot more informal than I guess some teams are. Mm-hmm. Some teams are very structured. Yes. Um, but like with Stephanie, like there was things that you know we had to do to kind of learn the business. But it was one of those situations that like. Once we were kind of ready, like we just basically said, hey, I'm ready to go independent. Ready to fly. <laughs> I'm ready yeah. to fly. Um, so I know for me, like I was only maybe on the team for technically for four months or something like that. And I was yeah. like, no, I got this um, mm, from here. Like so it. it was it was kind of like once I got my first couple of deals, yeah. I was like, no, I can like do this. It was like trading wheels for a couple transactions. And then we were like, eh, yeah. let's, let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. So um, we've enjoyed your time on the podcast with us today. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure you've inspired a lot of listeners. How can listeners connect with you if they're thinking uh, about like getting their real estate license and they want to kind of know kind of how the schools are so far? Yeah, pick your brain on that. Or if there's somebody that's like, hey, I'm not ready to buy yet, um, but in a couple of months, maybe when Ray gets her license, I want to connect with her. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Connect with me on Instagram at Ray R. James. Okay. That's Ray R-A-E. Okay. I love that. That's right. a cute yeah. name. And we'll we'll link your Instagram in the bio. So awesome. thanks so much for coming on today. Thank We're... you for having me. This has been great. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. This, I'm so glad to have like a, a view of somebody who's in it, you know, and right. I mean, yeah. in getting their license. And, and for people that are listening, like feel free to reach out to us on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Hey, I have a chance. <laughs> yeah. yes. You never know. You, you might be on the podcast too. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Thank All you. Right. Well, thanks. And thanks for listening, guys.